We were talking about uh, my daughter's first haircut. I took her this week to get her first haircut, and the hairdresser asked me if I wanted to keep the hair, and I thought to myself, why would I do that? However, after mentioning that on the air, we were bombarded with phone calls and text messages from parents who said, yeah, absolutely, I saved my kid's first haircut, put it in a braid, Put it in a locket, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever they do with it. Uh, <laughs> it's apparently a really common thing to save your your kids' hair from their first haircut. So now I feel like an idiot. Um, we also got a phone call here. We we didn't get to this one yesterday, but if this is true, I feel even dumber for not saving my kids' hair. Hey, hey. my uh, wife kept the hair in the umbilical cord for our three kids, but. At the end of the last one, she kept all the umbilical cord stuff, all that stuff that comes out and all that stuff. They put it in a container, and they've cryogenically frozen it somewhere, and we pay $1,000 a year for them to save it for us. But why? Apparently, my wife, before our third child was born, read somewhere that in 20 years it can be used to help cure some certain diseases and stuff if by chance they get it and because it it's all three kids are from the same dad they can use it for all three if needed and i just went um okay i'm not gonna argue with the wife no it makes sense like there are there are some health benefits i I couldn't explain it to you but is it worth twenty thousand (laughs) dollars like just on the off chance you might need it when you think about it but I guess not, but you know, you don't miss it. Might be. It, it is if you need year. it. Yeah. Yeah. But if we do need it and say in twenty years, my wife will be like, ha ha, told you so. <laughs> Again for the That'll be the worst time. part. Sure your child's life will be saved, but your wife will never let you hear the end of it. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. <laughs> Thanks for that call. Pretty expensive though. A thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. to keep the frozen umbilical cord and teeth. And hair safe? Yeah, I mean, if you got the money, sure. If you don't, maybe... I mean, all our parents, I don't think, kept our teeth. So, I'm... No, we were saying yesterday, Altoids tins and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, boxes. But, Jim, you looked it up, and apparently it's true. Well, kind of. The teeth thing. The teeth thing. This is from the New York Department of Pediatric Dentistry. The, quote, the theory behind banking baby teeth is along the same lines of banking placental stem cells and umbilical cord blood that the cells will be able to be harvested at some point to create other tissue. However, at this point, there's not enough research and no FDA-approved application, but perhaps 20 years down the road, there will be and your child may benefit. So specifically with teeth, it hasn't necessarily been proven. Sounds like a great hustle, though. I'm going to go to Costco and buy like 30 freezers after the show. (laughs) Put them in my basement. Now, do you have to freeze teeth? If anyone wants their kids' umbilical cord, teeth, or hair frozen, it's I'll I'll even undercut the other guy. $800 a year. Whoa, are you sure? I will store it safely in one of our freezing units. Yeah. I I do think they they say that the placenta and umbilical stuff that you can get tissue. The teeth specifically is maybe. Whatever you want for $1000 a year. Nope, sorry. Sale $800 <laughs> oh. a year. Oh. I'll I'll throw it in the freezer for you. <laughs> Use the promo code TAZ. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock.
le sigue pica caca It's time. It's time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, joins us. OHL news: The Mississauga Steelheads are saying bye-bye to Mississauga and hello to Brampton. Brampton's getting a team again. They had the battalion before they went to North Bay, and you got to think this is the last time the OHL goes to Mississauga. They've had the Majors. They've had the Ice Dogs. They've now had the Steelheads. That's three kicks at the can. Three is enough for the OHL in Mississauga. What's the problem with Mississauga? Why aren't they supporting their OHL teams? It's a good question for Too Mississauga. Cool. I mean, hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of cities, a lot of towns, you know, places in Ontario that would love to have an OHL team. So with Mississauga, it might be a situation where there's too many other options. There's too much competition for the Steelheads uh, to, to deal with. Also, they've got too much of a bony for the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> That's part of it. They also have a a situation where the team hasn't been good ever. Like when was the last time we heard the Mississauga Steelheads as a successful? <laughs> they franchise? really are one of those OHL teams you kind of forget are an OHL team. Yeah. Well, also the name Steelhead. I mean, the branding. Now that I think about it, I have a lot of problems with the Mississauga Steelheads. You know? <laughs> Isn't it a fish? I just assumed. Yeah, it's, it's, a cool, a fish. it's a cool fish. But what's the attachment from a Steelhead to Mississauga? There's no attachment. Well, no. didn't you know that the Steelhead, also known as the Steelhead Trout, is commonly in Northeast Asia? <laughs> well, it's a natural fit. The Steelhead was selected in a fan vote back in 2011. All five of those fans must be real (laughs) upset today. (laughs) I've got a theory. I've got a, I'm going to start a conspiracy theory right now. Mm. You have the Bulldogs leaving Hamilton, going to Brantford. You've got the Mississauga Steelheads moving away from Mississauga, which is also very close to Hamilton. They're doing some big renovations at First Ontario Center in Hamilton. The reason they're pushing all these OHL teams further from the hammer is because secretly there's a plan in place to bring an NHL team to Hamilton. I would love to see it. There was the report uh, last week. Do you think that's a crazy theory? (laughs) Yes, I do. I mean, I like it, but I don't. I don't think that's what's happening. I want to believe know. it. Uh, I really want to believe nice. it. There was the report last week of uh, Utah. Like, don't go to Utah. Like, if we're going to Utah, go somewhere else. No offense to Utah, but I don't care about you. I want to see <laughs> another. I don't want to. I want to see another team in Canada. Like, I don't care about Utah. <laughs> I don't care about Utah. Who cares about Utah? Mormons do, and they are dedicated fan base. Look at the Jazz. Joseph Smith cares about yeah. Utah. They've got the Jazz. They're fine. But seriously, like the, the, in terms of a media market, Utah is way down there. Hamilton, Toronto, Quebec City, all these options are way better than Utah. So absolutely, go to Hamilton over Utah. I'm going to put a little money on it. You guys want to bet me? Yes. I'll bet you both $10 that within the next 10 years, there'll be an NHL franchise in Hamilton. How about $10 every year? I like it. (laughs) So in 10 years, if Hamilton still doesn't have an NHL team, I owe you both $100. Yes. Done. Let's shake on it. Thanks, Dev. 
we are joined by the personal support peacock, Devin Peacock. You've heard him many times on the Taz and Jim program in his role as sports guy. You've also heard him supporting people, giving them a little hope, a radio hug, as we like to call it. Friends, brothers, good to be here. We've got Grandpa T on the line, personal support Peacock. He's been going through a tough time. What's the cause of your problems, Grandpa T? Well, as you all know, I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan, and uh, I was at the KC game and uh, seen the missed kick by Bass, and uh, my, my life has been in shambles ever since. I just need a hug, Grandpa, a radio hug. Grandpa T, it's the uh, support P here. I'm here to let you know that uh, you're not alone. There's a lot of uh, Bills fans out there feeling your pain. So you need to know that uh, the pain you're going through, a lot of people are going through. you got a lot of support out there for you. A lot of people... Oh, I really appreciate that. Oh, there's more. i got more for your Grandpa T. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and I've always found that uh, when something bad happens, you got to make lemons out of lemonade, right? Or eliminate on lemons. So you got to be uh, proactive, not reactive. So what you should do, start up a whole campaign. Bills fans, Bills Mafia. Let's get uh, Josh Allen uh, dating Lady Gaga. Next year, Super Bowl can be ours. <laughs> you can't win the Super Bowl unless you're dating a pop star, right? <laughs> little project for you, Grandpa T. It's, it's all rigged, Grandpa T. We don't need a left tackle. We need a superstar. It's the Taylor Swift Super Bowl for sure. <laughs> you feel a little bit better, Grandpa T. I, you know what? I think you've, you've taken me out away from the edge, and uh, <laughs> yeah, here's the next year for the Bills win the Super Bowl. Thanks, Peacock. Kaka to you. Kaka. Story from GlobalNews.ca: An auction has gone online for a case of unopened 1979 Opeechee hockey cards, a box with the potential to carry around 25 Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. Yeah, they're estimated that the auction is going to go as high as three and a half million dollars, maybe more. Hey, Lee. How are you today? Good. So you used to live in London, Ontario, right near the old Opeechee factory where they'd print these cards, right? We used to walk past it on the way to high school and on the way to school every day. Sometimes you'd hop uh, the fence? We would hop the fence, actually, at night. We'd wait till the lights closed down everywhere, and then we'd jump the fence and throw boxes out to our friends and take them home and open them <laughs> up. And we used to take Wayne Gretzky's. We used to use them in our spokes on our bikes, so they sounded like motorcycles. Oh, God. That was a $3 yeah. million dollar bike you were driving. Didn't even realize it. Ah, <laughs> uh, some of, A couple of the guys kept all their cards, and they bought houses and cottages because of selling all their old hockey cards. Wow. Hmm. All the cards they stole from Opeechee. Yeah. Crime <laughs> does pay. Well, actually it does sometimes, I guess, eh? All right, that's not that's not the super 80s story you wanted to tell us. This is Gretzky related. Tell everyone what happened to you when you were a boy. So, we used to uh, go to the Western Fair in London. We used to jump the fence all the time by the horse ranches and uh, the horse barns and that. And, uh, Big into jumping fences back in the day, this Lee guy. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> Joe, um, go in and, and they had an Atari competition, the Atari 2600. 
And I had a, a, a pattern for Miss Pac-Man, and they didn't know this. So I got to play in it, and I kept winning every game, winning every game. And then we got to the end. Yeah, the first prize was uh, I got some albums, um, unopened albums. And then I got to play Wayne and his brother air hockey. You that got to play prize. air hockey against the great one himself, Wayne Gretzky. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, it was so exciting. I was just a kid, right? So it was like this because is the you won. Because you won an Atari Twenty Six Hundred Miss Pac Man contest. This is like the Canadian yeah. version of the movie The Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a Rubik's cube involved. <laughs> exactly, and he was my second greatest hero I'd ever met. So it was like, okay, this is great. And what was the final score of the air hockey game? Two uh, one. That's what I remember anyway. Four? I won two one. Me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Not so great Wayne after all, huh? Wayne was good on skates, but he wasn't good on the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, you ruined all your three million dollar Gretzky rookie cards, but you'll always have that air hockey game. You beat the great <laughs> exactly. one. Super Bowl is coming up a week from Sunday. And there's always ridiculous stuff you can gamble on. What color the Gatorade bath is going to be. Love it. When they dump the, the cooler over the coach's head at the end of the game. Um, but these are next level ridiculous uh, wagers that are being offered by a website, Bovada, online sports book. You can bet on whether or not a quarterback will catch one of his own passes. Okay, this just did happen. <laughs> Last it's, round. It's possible 1.3% likelihood they're saying that it could happen. Oh, interesting. So these are all, you'd win big money if you bet on any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. How likely do you think it is that the 49ers will be leading at half, then Usher will invite Taylor Swift on stage during the halftime show where she will perform Shake It Off and the Chiefs will shake it off and come back to win the game. <laughs> that exact scenario, I'm going to bet against it. <laughs> it's a bit of a parlay, <laughs> and uh, there's a 0.4% chance of that happening. Yeah, that sounds about right. That may be, even be high. The Chiefs win. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift announce they're expecting a baby. <laughs> Why? I know everybody Dur- wants it to happen. On the field. <laughs> Why would they do that? 4.8%. So it still pays me. I'm betting against all of these. How about this one? The Chiefs win. Taylor accompanies the team to the White House where she endorses President Biden and he sniffs her hair. Okay, that's that's a hundred percent. Individually, any of those things could happen, but they <laughs> all have to happen. Two yeah. percent chance hmm. on that one. Um, and this one is wild. This this could be life changing though if it actually happens. You could put, you know, you throw down ten bucks on this one. Yeah, you could end up being a rich man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. What is it? Aliens will invade Las Vegas. The game ends in a tie. Because, <laughs> shut her down. Because they, yeah, everyone's freaking out about the aliens. Yeah. 0.1% chance of that happening. Yeah, but you never know. <laughs> but would you, you not just take a million dollars, put it on that, and then get a $1,000? That'd be the easiest $1,000 you're going to make. 
If you <laughs> if you have a million dollars, I guess a thousand dollars is nothing. Oh, so but... you're betting that the aliens aren't invading? Yes, in that I mean, listen, I love aliens, <laughs> but if we're really being practical here, <laughs> if Jeff Bezos took his fortune and put it all on aliens not invading, yeah. Well, who knows? He's been he's been up there in space. He's been taunting them a little bit. Maybe if he did that, they would hmm. come down and invade. He might know something we don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I would say. Or, Maybe he's going to rig it. Maybe he met some aliens up there, and he's going to be like, hey, guys, do me a big favor. (laughs) I need the money. (laughs) Just make sure the game's tied when you invade, okay? Otherwise, they don't pay out. (laughs) Yeah, do it one minute in. One minute in, because it'll be 0-0. You know, here on the Taz and Jim Show, we like to give away free million-dollar ideas. Yeah. And I was inspired yesterday. I have thought of a brilliant business. Okay. It's a cleaning company for your home. So like a cleaning lady comes into your home once a month to clean your house. She tells you she's coming on Thursday, but she doesn't specify which Thursday. So every Wednesday night, your family runs around and cleans the whole house before the cleaning lady comes, (laughs) not knowing whether or not she's actually coming tomorrow. (laughs) So, okay. So they so the cleaner cleaning says, lady says, "Hey, uh, we'll see you on Thursday," yeah. but doesn't say which Thursday. Yeah. And then frantically at eight p.m., you go, "Oh no, the cleaner's cleaning coming lady. <laughs> We can't show her how we really live. Our cleaning lady was over yesterday, and of course, the night before, my wife's like, "Cleaning lady's coming. Everybody, drop what they're doing. We got to organize, put everything away." You basically clean your whole house before the cleaning lady comes. And I was thinking, you know, if the cleaning lady just never came, we'd still have a pretty clean house. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking she's coming the next day. What's the mentality? Is it because you're embarrassed or is it because you don't want her wasting time on the easy things? Like- right. The stuff you can do. Like the, the cleaning lady is charging you by the hour yeah. in most cases. And if you, uh, if you give her tasks that are going to eat up a lot of time. She won't get to the good stuff, like scrubbing the toilets and, and the showers and the tubs. Yeah, yeah. The, the actual the stuff nobody wants to do. Wiping the old baseboards down. But like a Swiffer, <laughs> what's easier than Swiffering? You know, you run that up and down the hallway. My wife will Swiffer before the cleaning lady comes. It's, I'm it's like, a waste uh, of time to pay her. Yeah, why, why do we even have a cleaning lady <laughs> when we just panic clean the night before she's coming? <laughs> it, and then she never comes? She comes once a month just to <laughs> do the baseboards. Sure, sure, to get the toilets. Get <laughs> toilets behind the and toilets. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get those hard to dust but, spots. But you don't know which day she's coming. Interesting. So you're always cleaning your house. I like that. I like that. I don't have a cleaning person. I've, we've never had one. Well, come here, over. Jim, you'll be the first one that we sign up for this program. <laughs> your house is going to be Set immaculate. The yeah. <laughs> Easy sometimes to. Have something in your head for decades even. You don't realize that you've been saying something wrong. I had one of those moments this week. Hmm. Realize that I have been saying something completely wrong my entire life. Okay. What was it? I've been saying Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. You know the little, look like a little head of cabbage there? So what is it? Kids, you better eat your Brussels sprouts. That's how I've been saying it. Yeah, yeah. The same with me. What is it? Brussels sprouts. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Brussels. There's an S on the end of 
of Brussels. I'm trying to. It's it's so inconsequential. I'm wondering if I do say it. I Brussels Brussels sprouts. I don't think I do. Is it apostrophe? Brussels? No. Brussels sprout. There it is. Look, I I I was looking at a food website and I. Like, oh, these morons, they put an S at the end of Brussels. Idiots. And then I said, hold on, I better Google it. And sure enough, hmm. I'm assuming they're from Brussels. Yeah, I don't know how else that word is used. Brussels? Huh. If you say it fast enough without the uh, the second S, it still sounds like you're saying it right. That's, that's the Brussels thing. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, so nobody Brussels could sprouts. ever call you out on saying it wrong, really. <laughs> it's like you've been saying it wrong. No, no, I knew. No, I knew. Do you like a good Brussels sprout? I do. I do as well. Yeah. How do you like to prepare them? Uh, We put them in the oven and (laughs) on a pan. If I'm thinking, yeah. (laughs) Okay, but what? Like, what do you put anything on them? Have you ever had them with bacon on them? No. A little bacon, little maple syrup, maybe. Yeah. No, I put them. I just olive oil and then in the olive oil on the pan. That's nice. What did you you put? You put maple syrup on them? Oh yeah. Hmm. That's Make new. them as unhealthy yeah, as possible. Those are Canadian sprouts, dude. Those that's not maple Brussels. bacon Brussels sprouts. It's pronounced Canadians. Oh, sprouts. no, not again. 